You're listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. This is episode number 87, what you need to know before you try to increase your productivity. how you feel about social media but I love it and I hate it and so I'm mostly really active on LinkedIn and not on all the other social media challenges uh, social media channels because they are actually challenges sometimes it's uh, they can be you know quite intrusive in your life and you can even become quite addicted to them by checking them all the time um, so I'm generally not the biggest fan of social media but I really like LinkedIn because it's just all the professional things it's very very uh, good vibrations in there there's uh, rarely any hate or anything like that and so I uh, I really love it I get a lot of inspiration from it as well for the effective statistician, uh, we also have a spe specific LinkedIn group. So just go to the homepage of this episode and find the link there. You'll also find it on theeffectivestatistician.com. Uh, and of course, just search for theeffectivestatistician uh, on LinkedIn. And it would be great to um, if you could be a member of that group because um, in that group, I'm adding special contents that I'm posting nowhere else and you can see it there. Also, it's uh, great for um, meeting like-minded people that also listen to this podcast and therefore maybe have a little bit of a similar mindset like you. So in today's episode, we will talk about uh, productivity, but not so much from a productivity standpoint that most of the productivity gurus talk about about yeah just uh, doing more and more and more in, in less time and um, being more efficient um, but today we will talk about how not only being efficient but being effective and um, goal setting is really really important uh, here and if you think you know everything about goal setting um, Maybe this episode gives you a little bit of a of a different uh, thought process overall. And we'll also uh, speak about a, a formula that you may not have heard about, how to get to good goals. This podcast is created in association with PSI, a global member organization dedicated to leading and promoting best practice and industry initiatives. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. There's a reduced rate at only £20 for the non-high-income countries and it's also only £95 for high-income countries. So just visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. So 
welcome to another episode with Benjamin and myself. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing? Hi, Alexander. Oh, very well. Um, got an interesting topic today. <laughs> <laughs> A topic that seems to be on everybody's mind. I was, you know, whenever you talk to colleagues, it's something, well, I have so much to do and things like that. How, how do you perceive that? Yeah, it's actually the same. It's busy time and, and actually there's no one saying that you know there's not enough to do and things. So actually the topic today is not, you know, what is on everybody's mind, but should be on everyone's mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, so today we will dive basically into some, some basics for productivity. So, so some things you need to work on before you actually can increase your productivity and um, that comes from the notion that um, productivity is basically consists of two different things one is what you do and the other thing is how you do it because um, if, you, if you see these as kind of two uh, independent areas yeah you want to maximize the uh, span of these two areas. So, so it's really kind of working on the right things and working on the right things in the right way. That way you get most leverage over time. Yeah, indeed. And I think this is something that people often, I wouldn't say ignore, but don't, don't consider enough in terms of choosing what to do and how to do it. So, and I, I, we touched this this topic several times uh, along our way in the episodes and um, so it's it's really something where you know it's kind of a reminder uh, of where, where it all started and where it should all start on your own desk because everyone's desk is probably so full uh, and everyone is struggling in uh, in finding the time and the order and prioritization and and so on so it's it's really something that that sh you should think about get some time think about it and really start considering your workload in a different way yeah because i think what's at stake is is really high so uh, there's a lot of uh, implications if you don't get that right first is you don't reach your you know your goals at work you don't reach your potential at work you get very easily frustrated you you know maybe even burn out over time. And um, if you're that frustrated, um, you take things home to your family. And I need to be really honest here. I've been there. You know, I've been there completely frustrated because I couldn't see the end at the, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. And, uh, you know, it was the to-do list were just getting longer and longer and longer. And you get home in the evening and say, what have I done today? And everything is kind of just, you know, struggling. Yeah, it's just, it's just not satisfying. And then, then you know, you need some power for family or whatever is expecting you home. And, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a satisfying work life, um, you know, you bring, have a loss of energy for everything else. And actually, I mean, these goals or these, the topic that we're talking about, it's not necessarily only about work. I mean, this is something also for your free time. I mean, if you build a house, if you, you know, want to have it, some gardening or whatsoever, I mean, it's also, even if it's not considered as work as such, it's still something where you can just apply 
things. If you have goals, you can follow them in a different way. And this is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. In terms of that, there's actually an interesting book by, by Michael Hyatt that, that where we uh, were taking a couple of these uh, things from. It's called Living Forward. And um, he actually talks not just about work goals. He talks about all the different things uh, in life that you want to achieve, you know, what, be it about your relationships, your family, your um, things that you like to do outside of work, you know, I don't know, sports or, you know, so some voluntary efforts. It could be everything. But, but today um, we'll really mostly talk about it in the uh, having work in mind business business yeah, yeah. Business, business work in mind so to say <laughs> not your gardening work <laughs> but still you could imply it no but anyway so you, you mentioned already the what and the how so what is the what is the what so in terms of the what and we'll go to the how in in the next episodes so this is actually uh, the first episode in in a series of four episodes about productivity. And so what is really that you need to set goals and you need to set goals that point you in a direction where you want to go come long-term. And we talked about that in previous episodes, but goal setting is really, really important. And then um, pursuing these goals consistently uh, over time is is important so so you start by setting you know if you have your long term vision in mind you start by setting your yearly goals and you can break them down in quarterly goals and in weekly goals and then in daily actions so to say and the um we probably all heard about you know smart goals Goals need to be smart, and I learned about that uh, very early in my career. Maybe you know, twenty years ago when I joined the industry, I first heard about you need to have a smart goal, and I said, "Hmm, that's that's interesting." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm smart. So what what is smart? No, I mean actually at that time I I, I remember that as well. It, it was called really smart goals, but nowadays I think it's rather called smart hair goals. So it's it's a, it's a little bit increase. Yeah, it's actually a little bit of an adaption that Michael Hyatt uh, mm -hmm. put on it, and so so it stems from smart. But some of the um, the words in there are actually changed a little bit. So so let's go through mm -hmm. the the acronym of smarter goals here. So the first is like in the original smart, it's you need to be specific. So it needs to be something that is really tangible that, you know, that you can understand, that you can grasp. Uh, the second thing, and that already gets more difficult, it needs to be measurable. Yeah, that's a tricky one. How, how do you feel about measurable? Well, it's it's important, it's especially when, when you think about, you know, being um, a manager or you know working in a team where you have um you need measurability and kind of for for fair assessments because otherwise it's if it's not measurable you're really in trouble if you have a different understanding if you have a different uh different yeah let's say measurement of of whatever is has been reached or not reached and this is a really tricky one and it unfortunately is often breaking down into metrics where you you measure by a number of I don't know, let's say errors or delays or days or whatsoever so which is then again 
it's also misleading in a way. So, so measurable, measurable is really like a, the hard one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, especially also if you do a lot of qualitative work, it's, mm. uh, it gets really, really difficult. Yeah. So, so mm. if you do a lot that of is... consultancies and things like that, then, then it gets yeah. really difficult. But, but I think it's, then I like to package it in a little bit bigger terms so so for example um getting good feedback from uh customers getting good feedback from um business partners these kind of things are also measurable mm -hmm. they're not kind of in a way uh, a number or something like this but it's also let's say it's more qualitative data so to say and and yeah, but still that it's measurable yeah Yeah, it is. But on the other hand, it's, you know, if you receive the good feedback, that's measurable. If you don't receive, it does not mean, you know, there hasn't been any good work. So it is just that the feedback isn't there. So that's why it's also not, not, not an easy one. So you could then align this to, you know, if you ask them for feedback yeah. and you get good feedback. So kind of a questionnaire or something. Yeah. It can be solicited feedback. You know, it doesn't need to be unsolicited feedback. But I think for me personally, it's also really, really important to have it measurable because otherwise I don't know whether I personally achieved the goal. So, so you know, I to be honest, first and foremost, I set goals for myself. Because I want to have something that I can, you know, work towards. And mm -hmm. um, uh, we'll go come a little bit later into how we actually do that. But but I need something that where I can see how good looks like. Yeah. And sometimes if you have um, conflicting measures, it's actually quite good to have some. So, for example, mm -hmm. um, if you only have a speed measurement it's maybe good to add a quality measurement so that you can't trade quality for speed or the other way around it's good to have maybe something like a goal get good feedback on the uh, sap and also deliver it on time yeah so so then yeah. you have a um combine you, you know you have something that that you you know have a good defined goal where the uh, metrics are not driving bad behavior. Because if mm. you only need to deliver it on time, oh, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and getting yeah. a great one, but if you, yeah. if it takes forever, it's also easy. Yeah. But, but so, so, um, so that's kind of, it needs to drive good behavior. That's, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. And in terms of behavior, that, that points to the A in Smarter. It's, it needs to be actionable. So it needs to be under your control that you can largely achieve it. If there's too many other stakeholders in it, it gets, it gets difficult. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's, um, you know, in, in choosing the right goals. I mean, even if you have an overall goal with different stakeholders, then you should define your goal as, as the, basically the subset of work or the subset of tasks that are on your desk. Yeah. Um, rather than taking, like, let's say the success of a compound, um, as the, um, as the goal. Yeah. Because this is not actionable for you. Yeah. Or, you know, you don't have anything. As a statistician that you can usually do so much about 
let's say, recruitment or things like that. Um, mm. So, you know, having something that is related to the delivering the study overall in time may not be that relevant. You know, you can say, okay, mm. making sure that at the time of database log, you have all your tables ready. That's that's something that's more kind of uh, exactly. relevant. Yeah. So hmm. having, you know, making sure that you actually can act on it. That's, that's really important piece. And that's also very similar to the A and the original smart, whereas the next one is actually different. The R. Yeah. <laughs> It's risky. So what is what is meant by risky? So um, in the original version, it's called realistic. And in this Michael Hyatt's version, it's risky. And I like that very much because you need to get a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. So if you reach all your goals that you have set for your years, you were not ambitious enough. Yeah, you didn't push yourself enough. It's, you know, and of course you can have different goals. You can have a goal with your supervisor and you can have a personal goal. Yes, it shoots, you know, more wider. You know, you can, you know, I have seen organizations where they have basically three different timelines, uh, timelines that they're really working on, timelines that they're communicating to the team and the timelines that's communicated to upper management where they're measured against. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so um here it's really for yourself you need to be risky yeah so so if because otherwise you don't push yourself enough yeah otherwise you're not growing that it needs to be outside of your comfort zone yeah it it also needs to be outside of your what michael hyatt calls delusional zone yeah so so something that is completely unattainable you know something like you're new to the company you have never heard about this uh, indication but deliver this sap for the phase three study in one week of course from scratch sounds so that's you know that's yeah, yeah, that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, but but it needs to be um, risky because otherwise it also it's not worth worth pursuing and put a lot of but effort is it, into it. Is it then risky? Can you read the risky as um, you know? There's also a chance to fail in a way of you know not not being able to deliver that at all, or would it also would it rather mean the way of you know? Okay, you try to do it within a year, but actually it's then one and a half year that took you to um, complete the goal. Yeah, so so that could be the case, for example. Yeah, so so you do mm. everything to get it done within a year, and maybe then you get it done in 13 months. Whereas if you have, would have set your timeline for 18 months, you probably take 18 months. Yeah. Mm. So uh, the important thing is where you end up in the end. And your goals need to drive you to exceptional performance. And this ex exceptional performance is something where you get, you know, excited about that you actually met it. Mm. If it's if it's a safe game, you're not getting excited about it. Yeah. So so we're getting to the exciting. Yeah, that's that's another one. <laughs> the so the next one is time keyed, but this one is new as no, well. No, no, the time keyed. Uh, 
timely i think it's, it's called called in the smart but but the the concept is basically the same you need to have a timeline with it you know so it needs to be you know you achieve this goal by that time you know because otherwise you know you need to measure it at some point yeah and and that's actually um important to have uh set not everything by you know by Christmas or something like this, or by the end of the uh, budget year or something, but but it's good to kind of spread out the different goals over over the over the year if you have yearly goals and also quarterly goals if you have quarterly goals. Not all have them at the end of the quarter, so that you can you know tick off things over time and can focus your effort at different time points. Uh, because focus is also really, really important to, to be productive. And now, excitement. Excitement is the last one. It's, That's also a completely new one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is, this is really, I mean, we just touched it. So if you're not driven from within yourself, then, you know, if you have no excitement, if you have no drive from inside, uh, to this, then yeah. forget your goals. Yeah. Well, Don't even start. Bother so, so if someone says to me, you need to hand in all your expense reports in time. Yeah, that's probably kind of specific, measurable, actionable time key. I'm not sure whether it's risky. Maybe it is, but, but it's surely not <laughs> exciting to me. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, yes, yeah, so, so, um, it's a, that's, that's, I think you need to have some passion. To, to uh, reach your goals and and um, the goals needs to nurture this passion. Uh, no, I think it's. It, I mean, it, it should be. You know, your your business life should be exciting anyway. I mean, otherwise you may consider choosing a different yeah. job. So that's why I think this is really like an overall, um, you know, driving factor for have the passion or this excitement on on, on things. Yeah. And actually, it drives, um, or oh, it's very close connected to the last one, to the R. The relevant pun. Yeah. yeah. Relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, if it doesn't matter, well, it's an obvious one. Yeah. But, but it should be relevant in the, in the bigger scheme of things. It should help you to achieve your longer term goals. It should, you know, help the overall business. There's where the uh you know the win 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 situation comes into that it it's it's a win for you, it's a win for your team, it's a win for the organization. And should usually be also a win for whatever customer you're serving. But um hmm. so that is uh where the relevant comes in. And of course it's it's very related to to the being excited and and uh the other things okay and now we get into how you actually achieve these goals uh once you have defined your smarter goals and it's not about you know just defining one goal it's about defining goals because you need to um usually cover a, a variety of topics however it's also important to not have too many goals. So I think most of the people that I know don't struggle with not having enough goals. I think it's more usually the problems that people have too many goals, uh, too many different projects with too many different, uh, you know, objectives and uh, doing this thing and this thing and this thing. And uh, then in private life, having also more than a dozen goals and then these goals are not meaningful anymore because mm. um, goals help you to have a direction. 
And the, the key is that you consistently work in one direction. So, you know, you put one step at a time, but lots of steps after each other in the same direction. So overall, then you get to somewhere. Whereas if you move into 20 different directions, one step at a time, then you end up nowhere. Yeah, that's not not to be confused with or not uh, with um, you know if you if you have a goal and within that goal you have several and a lot and thousands of different tiny things to do and are on your desk, that is still the movement in the same yeah. direction. That's not you know it's it's really about you know if you work on projects, different projects or different initiatives or different studies, so where which are not directly connected. So that is giving you also like it's a competition between your you know giving your your work time or your work yeah. effort to a certain time so this is this is not um that's that may be uh, quite challenging in terms of uh, for the productivity but um within one goal you may still have lots of tiny fiddly things to do and yeah. uh, and sometimes wondering yeah. yeah you break them down you know so so yeah. maybe you know you have a Uh, goal at the end of the year, I want to have, um, don't know, I want to have program, training program within your stats function ready. Yeah. So, so that covers a wide variety of uh, different skills that you want to do. And you start with, let's say, um, uh, some communication skills and you build a training for that in the first quarter. And since the second quarter, you build the skills on, on, um, how to increase your business, uh, understanding. And since the third quarter, you increase your goals about, let's say, certain tools that you want to use in the organization. And so, so you break it down into, into sub goals. Um, but, and, and that of course makes, you know, perfectly sense because all these, Shorter term goals fit into the longer term goal. Yeah. And, um, that's the usual process of breaking down goals, but I wouldn't call these, let's say, separate goals. Separate goals mm -hmm. would be, well, you want to work on your, uh, on an internal training and then you have this, uh, cross functional process optimization project and then you are in this, um, cross company, uh, initiative and you're working on three different publications and you also need to build your team. And, um, oh, yeah, there's a couple of studies that need to be delivered as well. So that's kind of, you know, over time it gets. <laughs> high variety high variety yeah um, yeah. yeah i remember last time we discussed this you you mentioned that you have basically like a daily check on your or you you break down like your goals really on a daily uh check in uh to see to set your i don't know your kind of um action and For the day, yeah. uh, with that goal, you're still on that one. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really on, important on that one. So, so each morning, I have a routine to start my day with um, checking my yearly goals and then breaking them down into the, you know, what I need to achieve this week overall, and then what I do I need to achieve today to get to there. And this concept comes from a uh, from a book, uh, the one thing, and it basically, um, you know, 
what is the one thing today that has the biggest leverage on achieving your goal? Yeah, so so it couldn't can be something that really accelerates your goal or things, you know, removing roadblocks from from uh, that you have in you know that hinder you from achieving your goals. And if you think about these kind of two different directions and you have your goals in mind, then you can make sure that each day you're driving towards your goals. And you need to check your goals daily to make sure that you're aligned prospectively throughout the day. Yeah, because if you, if you, like I did it early in my career, you know, look at your goals at the, after six months, first time again, after you've written them in January, you realize, oh, interesting what I've written there. Yeah. And so, I've never worked on that. Yeah. Because I've just, you know, forgot about it. Yeah. And also that makes, it makes sure that, um, whenever there's a fundamental change, you can actually adapt your goals. Yeah. So, so let's say you're working on a, on, on studies and the, um, the compounder has a big tox finding and, that comes out of nowhere for you and all studies are put on hold. Well, if these studies were in your goal setting system, you need to rework it. And, and, uh, or maybe, you know, something becomes obsolete due to an organizational change or whatever. Yeah. So there's lots of things that can change throughout the year that can have an impact on your yearly goals. And if you look at them on a, on a daily basis, you assure that also they stay relevant. And one other thing is you can reformulate your goals and make them more precise, for example, so that they become more actionable. So let's say uh, you have a goal in there where at the beginning you wrote it down and you thought it's specific enough, but the more and more you're working on the on the on the project, the more you think it's actually not very clear for me anymore what I really need to do here. And then you can you know get back to the goal and refine it uh, and clarify it, and then it becomes easier to reach because clarity helps you to get to the point. So. One of the biggest problems with procrastination is that, uh, at least for me, and I, I've seen that very often, is that it's unclear what to do. Yeah. So, so, and what to do next, especially. So, for example, a goal could be I write a paper on topic XYZ. That's a great goal for a year or, you know, a couple of months. But it's not a good goal for, you know, to put in your, uh, let's say, weekly goal system because you won't write a paper in the complete week anyway. Um, and and it also doesn't help you to get into action. You need to do something that is actionable, that you can do in a, in a small fraction of time, let's say in 15 minutes. So... For your daily actions, it's great to have something that is like um, brainstorming on the 
topics you want to write about in the introduction or uh, structuring the overall paper or, you know, doing um, research on existing literature and getting five citations together or something like this. Yeah, so, so uh, something mm. that is that's actionable and it's not too big. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, otherwise, that's basically breaking down the overall goal into into pieces and bits and pieces, and really just focus on the one thing that is on your desk for yeah. the moment. Yeah. And, then, and so, so I think it's important, you know, to do that daily. It's important to to review it daily. I have them written down, so so actually in paper, so I can see them, and and uh, you know, there's some even speculate about you know whether long written uh goals are better than you know typed goals I'm not sure completely about the science behind that but <laughs> it's it's for sure something that is you know it makes it very personal yeah i think that is really up to everyone else you know everyone individually because then some people just love paper yeah. others just uh, don't even know how, <laughs> how paper feels anymore so which is i mean which is yeah. fine because it's um well for me For me, the important thing is that I, I can see it, you know, that I see it, uh, constantly, even yeah. if I'm, um, you know, have different windows open on my computer, I still see my paper. And that's, that's the important piece. Mm. Of course, if you have a desk that is full of lots of other papers, then maybe that's a different problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's one other thing that is important. So um, to distinguish there's basically two different types of goals that you can have you can have uh, achievement goals and that is usually when we speak about goals is you know you wanna as we said write this paper or get that uh, sap done or deliver these tables or whatsoever and that's you know achieve at a certain point in time and you have steps towards that the other thing is to uh, build a habit Things like, and that's, you know, classical is uh, running 10K per week or something like this, or running, you know, three times per week or exercising or reading books on a regular basis or practicing your instrument or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Lots of these kind of self-improvement mm. topics are um, habit goals. And so you can also set them. And um, then you can also track them on a daily basis or on a weekly basis whether you're actually performing them. And that helps you also to build these habits. So, for example, one of my goals, for example, at some one point in time was to build my habit of checking my goals regularly. So it's a It's pretty meta. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's but, close uh, to the topic, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, and, and then you can, you know, you can track that by, you know, just putting a, don't know, you know, calendar and marking things off or something like this. Or if you have a, um, some of these, um, paper calendars help you do that. There's, there's lots of different, uh, calendars that support these kind of things and we can put some uh, some references regarding that into uh, into the show notes but that is a you know also something to to consider it's, it's this habit goals are sometimes 
even more important sense the achievement goals. Yeah, and sometimes it's just not achievement is not uh, achievable, basically. Because, the, for example, I mean, just for, you know, when you do the running and you say you would like to run regularly three times a week, you know, if you set your goal and say in one year I'd like to run the marathon in, within a certain, you know, time, that is not achievable maybe because of your, you know, your body is just not able to do it. It's just not achievable. But running three times a week is you know is the best is the habit is the the thing that's helping you so that i think yeah. this is quite often you know it's you know rather than doing unachievable goals then you should focus on the habit yeah yeah and uh, for me uh you know these habit things can also have something to do with uh Yeah, personal well-being, this kind of thing. So, for mm. example, for me, running is also, it's not only kind of a physical activity, it also helps a lot from the mental perspective to, you know, just relieve stress and, and, yeah. And you, you need the time to, to listen to podcasts anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's another point. So, um, and of course, you know, as we uh, mentioned earlier, you can do all these kind of things for your personal goals uh, as well as your work goals. And um, one other thing is I have also personal work goals, so to say, you know, something that I haven't discussed in detail maybe with my with my supervisor but just that i set for myself yeah mm -hmm. where i measure myself against it and uh you know um maybe i'm playing it a little bit safe here but uh that's 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 important for me and to keep me on track and everybody has a different supervisor you know uh some su supervisors are just not that keen on setting goals um i, I recently uh talked to one of um the participants in the leadership program and from academia and she mentioned well her supervisor doesn't set any yearly goals they don't have as a university that management by objective like many many companies do mm. so um then still you can set yourself uh, work goals yeah irrespective of your, of your supervisor and i hope This episode convinced you of the value for that and actually also how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we also just going back in time, we do have an episode on how to work with the, uh, your supervisor on the, on the goals. I mean, you sometimes have to push. That's, you know, things that I have experienced as well. Uh, you have to push for the goals and for the time and they start set and together and stuff. So, but there's, we had an episode like quite a yeah. while ago uh, yeah. on that topic already. Yeah. Yeah, you just need to listen to all the episodes and yeah, you get absolutely. all the value. <laughs> okay, um, two things, two things that help you to achieve these goals um, that you can build in early when you actually set these goals. Uh, there's one is um, accountability, and um, so for example, for myself, I really struggle to get going for a run on a regular basis. So I have uh, another colleague, friend, and especially friend and also colleague, that uh, holds me accountable on it. So we actually hold each other accountable. So um, she has a similar goal, and um, we basically uh, text ourselves with the screenshots of the running apps uh, in terms of when, when we have done our run. So that helps to set each other accountable. And um, it's a really, really nice technique. 
Mm. Yeah, that's nice, especially if you have a colleague, because in, within a family, it may sometimes lead to some uh, stress on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, the family could be more kind of the uh, family goal setting. Yeah, so that's a that's another topic. The and the other uh, techniques that you can uh, plan for your goals is um, to reward yourself when you actually read them. So mm. um, and these could be all kind of different things. Yeah. Yep. No, that's that's a good one. I think this is this is something which is really motivating the reward of it. I mean, it doesn't need to be a big thing. It's just you know, just open, open nice bottle of wine or you know whatever. So just you yeah. know, celebrate it and, and enjoy um, that you that you reach to go absolutely. Yeah. Or, or buy that dress that you wanted to buy, or you know, or have that nice dinner with your spouse or something like this. That. Uh, because I think celebration and celebration also for yourself um, is, is quite important because uh, otherwise we're just running, running, running. And, and yeah, we don't have a, the feeling of achievement. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that, we have covered everything that we wanted to cover in this episode, specifically about uh, goal setting, why it's important. We talked about the smarter frameworks, the specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-keyed, exciting, and relevant goals, and why it's important to have a habit of, of tracking these. And we also give you uh, uh, talked about a couple of different examples of, of goals that you can uh, use for your work. Any Any final words, Benjamin? No, just setting a goal for um, recording another episode next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much. Talk okay. to you soon. Bye. This show was created in association with PSI and thanks to Rain who helped with the show in the background. Thank you for listening. Just visit theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes, all the links that we talked about, and that will overall help you to boost your career. Uh, as a statistician in the health sector. Also, it would be awesome if you could join the LinkedIn group and share your experiences there, especially um, how experiences you have in terms of goal setting, how that relates to your work, how how you do goal setting, and uh, whether you have any questions about it. So just go to the LinkedIn uh, group and uh, share your questions there. Of course, you can also comment on the EffectiveStatistician.com uh, homepage uh, and this podcast episode. So, like always, I'm ending with reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients. Just